Hello, ladies, and welcome to another podcast episode of Woman to Woman Talks. On this episode, we're going to talk about women and perfection, high achieving women, and how perfection can be a hindrance, how perfection can actually be a thing that holds us back. So stick around, and I pray that this episode will bless your life. Hello, ladies, and thank you, thank you, thank you once again for joining me on this episode. We're going to be talking about uh, perfectionism, you know, high achieving women, women like yourself, women who are reaching for the stars, accomplishing their goals, who are entrepreneurs. If you're a mother, you're holding down the house, you're holding down your marriage, your kids, and all of those things like that, we're going to talk about perfection um, as, it, as it relates to your everyday life, as it relates to how you perceive things and the way you, um, you know, operate in your day-to-day life. We're going to dive into this topic and I pray that this topic will bless you because it's something that we don't hear a lot about, you know, a lot of topics, um, a lot of people discussing this topic of being a perfectionist and perfectionism and what it looks like from the standpoint of a woman who is achieving, you know, things in their own personal lives. So we're going to talk about it. But before we get into this topic, I want you to take a listen to this song and join me, join me, join me, stick around with me. Okay. Some men, some men. 
Okay, so let's dive into this topic. Um, today's article um, is from today.com and it's titled, Hey, High Achieving Woman or Women, Here's How Perfectionism Holds You Back. And so the reason why I want to discuss this topic is because it actually dropped into my spirit. The Lord actually dropped this into my spirit to talk about, you know, us women and how we can um, be that of, you know, a person who wants to be a perfectionist, you know, to get everything right, you know, to cross every T and dot every I. And then, you know, the Lord showed me, he said, that's, that's impossible. I mean, we're going to mess up. We're going to make mistakes. We're not going to get every single thing right. And so I want to talk about it because I think it can be something that's heavier on, on us. If, you know, even though we don't say it, you know, as women, you know, if you're entrepreneur, if you're mother, if you're wife, you know, business owner, you know, you're in ministry, whatever, you know, you're doing, you know, I'm sure that you hold yourself to a level of perfection and you don't even know it. You know, the, the, the Lord, you know, impressed this upon my heart. He said, there's a difference between being excellent at something and perfectionism, you know, excellent, being excellent at something is doing something, um, you know, to the best of your ability, you know, to the best of your ability, you know, and whatever he's placing you to do that as only you can do it, you know, in a spirit of excellence, you know, you know, um, that is something that, 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 you know, God gives us, you know, as it relates to doing things with our hands and, you know, creating things, business, we can operate in excellence, you know, um, you know, showing up on time, um, you know, being punk, you know, I mean, same thing, being punctual, um, you know, doing the task creatively, um, doing it, you know, with the right motives and the right heart, you know, but per perfectionism is holding you is, 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 is almost like holding yourself to a high, high, high standard where you're never going to be able to reach. And if you don't reach that place of perfectionism, that standard that you put on yourself, you know, you, you can almost go into depression and feel like you failed as that mother or wife, you know, or business, business owner, entrepreneur or, or, or ministry, you know, someone who's in ministry. You you can hold yourself to a place where you're trying to achieve something and, you know, you fall short of that and, 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 and it, it will set you back. You know, it, it won't. Perfectionism is something that we will never be able to reach. And it's and it's something that won't you know, help us to move forward in life is something that actually sets us back because while we're trying to reach for, while we're trying to reach for a certain level of perfection, you know, um, we're failing, but if we just show up in excellence, you know, just in our gifts and our natural stat states and talents of what God has given us, then we operate in that excellence. Right. And so I think that's important, you know, as a woman, um, you know, if, if you found yourself, you know, saying, man, you know, I'm, I'm always falling short and then, you know, um, being hard on yourself or being down on yourself and finding yourself maybe in places of depression because of it. That's because you've you've placed a a, 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 a demand on yourself you, you of, of perfection, you know, and, and that is not God's will for our lives. Operating in excellence. Yes. Operating according to what the gifts and things that God has given you, the talents. Yes, absolutely.
you know, in, in that sense. But to hold ourselves to a level that's that's too high to to reach, you know, it is something that, like I said, like this article is going to talks about is going to set us back, ladies. And so, sisters, we, we don't want to be in that space. You know, we want to just be in a space of peace, you know, when it comes to operating in the gifts and talents that God has given us in the, in the spirit of excellence, the way he gives it to us. Right. So let's dive into this article. Once again, thank you for joining me on today. Um, this article can, comes from, again, today.com. Hey, high-achieving uh, women, here's how perfectionism holds you back. The writer starts off by saying, okay, ladies, you know who you are. You take such pride in your work and even mild criticism stings. Mild criticism. What if somebody gives you mild criticism? Does it sting? Mm-hmm. It's crit- criticism could not be even that that big of a deal because you're re- really mild, but it stings. That, that because, that's because, once again, you know, you've hold, held yourself to a level of perfectionism that even when a mild or light, slight criticism uh, happens from someone, it, it, it kind of almost sting or take you out. You know, you want to sincerely for your email messages to have just the right tone that it takes forever to hit send. You keep thinking about completed tasks so much that nothing ever feels finished. If any of this sounds familiar, and if the words good enough make you cringe, you may be suffering from a form of the same modern day milady that affects most high achieving women and also men. Perfectionism. In the plateau effect, getting from stuck to success, a new book by Bob Sullivan and Hugh Thompson, perfectionism is cited as one of the biggest obstacles to peak performance. The book describes perfectionism as a form of self-torture, a killer of beginnings, and a and a close catty cousin of fear and procrastination. Perfect, you see, is the enemy of good, Sullivan and Thompson observe in their book. Here, the authors offer some tips for avoiding the perfect storm. So we're going to go through these tips, and I'm not going to be before you ladies long. We're just going to get into some tips for avoiding the perfect, you know, storm in quotations the perfect storm or tips uh for avoiding you know the the bouts with or the woes with perfectionism okay the first tip accept the truth no matter how much we may want it to be so perfection is not achievable it cannot be attained in a project for work or a term paper if you're in school or whatever it is that you have going going on in your life it cannot be attained It also can't be found in the realms of your diet plans, your exercise regimens, house cleaning, or even in relationships. You know, perfectionism, it can't be attained in in none of these things. The truth is that perfectionism is often just stalling, said author Bob Sullivan, a longtime columnist for NBC News. It's never the right time to start. And even if you do, a task is never complete because it's held up to an impossible standard. So the writer says, accept the truth, accept the truth that no matter how much we may want something to be so perfection is not achievable. So I think when it comes to that, the author is is correct when it comes to perfectionism, accept the truth that, you know, as much as you may want this thing to be perfect, 
you know, it's not, it's not achievable. And, and, and that is the hard, honest truth. Can a task be done? Yes, sisters, a task can be done. You can complete a task, but holding it to a level of perfection, you know, uh, uh, is the thing that is going to cause you to come up short, even in the way you perceive the task, if something God has called you to do, if you're holding yourself to a level of perfection, doing the, that task, whatever God's called you to do, and it doesn't come out the way you're, you have set it up in your mind, it can hold you back. So accept the truth that uh, perfection is not achievable. You know, if we just accept that truth, I think that'll help us to better manage our task and have a heart um, that that is is right concerning you know the things that we put our hands to do. Um, I think that would that would you know that's like almost a hundred percent of the problem, right? Let's go to the next one. Let go of fear. Author Hugh Thompson, a math and computer science professor and a self-described recovering perfectionist, <laughs> noted that perfectionism is intimately tied to fear. Perfectionists feel that when people are judging your work, they're actually judging your worth as a person, Thompson said. If you think of it in that way, it's really scary to ever finish something. So they, they say, let go of fear. The authors of the, of the book says, let go of fear. If you feel that when, you know, um, that when people are judging your work, that they're actually judging your worth as a person, you know, that's a sign um, that, you know, you, you, you're dealing with, you know, a standard, you're holding yourself to a, a level of perfection and you will never be able to complete it because you're always, you know, when, when, when our worth, when we feel like our worth is being judged, you know, it's, it's, it's ultimately going to set us back. And that's a scary thing because instead of, you know, um, us thinking, cause that, that's a negative thought. If you think about it, it's that it's really a negative, it's really a negative thinking. And it's actually going to cause us to not move forward. It's going to cause us to operate in fear and say, oh my gosh, well, I don't want to go forward and do this because they're going to judge my work, which, which is ultimately tied to them judging my worth. And that is not true right if we you know have that mindset you know it's going to cause us to be stagnated it's going to cause us not to want to move forward because we're afraid we're going to be judged and we're afraid someone is going to not see our worth tied to what we're doing okay very important very important the next one failing can be fun can failing really be fun well not fun maybe but it certainly instructive and that means it's fundamentally worthwhile to take risk and try new things when you're a perfectionist you're scared to death of failure thompson said but let me see it's, it's my but the most successful people fail much more than average people do if you look at the science of failure Failure is an incredible boost toward the future. It's the time when you learn the most. It's the time when you clarify what you should do and shouldn't do. It's when you grow. 
So I definitely agree. Failure can be fun. I mean, not like 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 the article says, maybe not fun, but it's beneficial, right? It is uh, something that will help push us towards greater success because we can look at a place where we failed, right? And say, okay, what? Okay, now when I move forward from this, I can take notes and say, okay, from my failing place, I should do this or I shouldn't do this, right? That's the place where you grow. So failure, if we look at failure, you know, as, well, you know, let me, let me pick up, let me pick myself up. Let me learn. Let me see what I did in this place that could, where I can make better choices in my future in order to be successful. And that will definitely help us not to get into a place of where when we fail in the place of holding ourselves to a, a high standard of perfectionism, we are in a dep- we're getting depressed or, or it's causing us to be, you know, to, to, to set us back or to hinder us. No, we look at that failure as a place, an opportunity to grow, to gain more knowledge, wisdom, understanding, to gain more strength, you know, to help us be motivated, to push us, you know, to succeed and say, okay, well, I fail right here, but watch me come back because now I'm going to learn from my mistakes and my failures in this particular area. Okay. So this is what I want us to do. We're going to go to another break, listen to this song, come back with me so we can end this topic on perfectionism.
Okay, so let's dive into the next point. And it says, understand the law of diminishing returns. Some tasks in life warrant superior and extended attention to detail. But many do not, and it's just not worth it to spend superior and extended time and energy on them. The plateau effect highlights a critical infliction point. And it is this, the moment at which continued efforts produce little or no added benefit. Focus on devoting the full force of your energy to the few tasks that genuinely deserve it. So basically, you know, understand the law of diminishing returns. What, you know, what you put into something, what you put your energy and time into should yield a return unto you right so he says focus on devoting your full force or your energy to the tasks that genuinely deserve it that are going to pour back into you that that that, that are going to that are going to add back into your life that, that are going to where you're going to see a return from it right because some tasks if you look at your list you know some of us don't have a list some of us have a mental list not a physical list of, of our to-dos and you know, priorities, but if you take your list, your, your list, I say list, <laughs> if you take your list, you know, and you really just, you know, go through it, you know, you can actually figure out what's worth your attention, what's worth your energy, you know, what, what the, the things on your list, your to-do list, does it warrant superior and extended attention and your energy to it? Some of the stuff is absolutely not, but I think a lot of times, you know, we self-sabotage and we don't even know it. And I mean, by that, we're, we, we've taken on so much, we've added so much to our to-do that, you know, it's draining us. Our, our, our energy is depleting our energy. Our energy's off, you know, but he says, you have to understand the law of, 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 of diminishing returns. If nothing is bringing in a return, you know, unto you, is it important? You know, why are you just <laughs> using all your energy? Your energy is going towards that thing. You know, does it deserve it? Does it deserve your energy? And I, I love that point. Here's another one. Embrace structured procrastination. And this one, I was like, oh gosh, well, you know, we're not really supposed to be procrastinators, but the point is, is, is good. Embrace structured procrastination. If the insights above reveal why many perfectionists are world-class procrastinators, then it stands to reason that most perfectionists have a mountain of tasks on their to-do list. 
We just I just mentioned that. How big is your mountain? You can cut it down to size this way. Look at your whole list and focus intently on the most difficult task on it. The idea of completing it likely will be so overwhelming that you'll gladly tackle the second or third most challenging task on your list instead. Use the repulsion in energy from the most dreaded task as a slingshot to another important job, the book advises. This tactic can give you the satisfaction of ticking items, of um, taking items off your list faster uh, than you otherwise would. And speaking of satisfaction, speaking of satisfaction, and they actually go on, you know, it's, it's some, they actually continue on, um, but they didn't continue this particular, it says, and speaking of satisfaction, dot, dot, dot. So they, they ended the point here, but embrace structured procrastination, right? Basically, you know, what's important on your list, you know? Not, not, not as not saying that when we actually go to do a task that we procrastinate, we wait, you know, you may have a deadline or time frame that you need to get something completed and that's absolutely fine. But the writer saying here, or the, or the author of the book is saying here, you know, look at the size of your list, focus on your most difficult task, focus on what, you know, something that, that, that is extremely important. Right. You know, cut your list down to size. Right. Um, so in procrastination in that way, you get to the other things when when you get to the other things. But take care of the most important things. I think that will help if we prioritize our lives and our to do's because all of us got to do lists. Are you single, married, you know, entrepreneur, um, you know, high school student? Um, college student, you know, wherever you are in your life, we all have priorities. We all have things to do. Some of us, some of our priorities and and to-dos may not be as extensive or as great as others, but we all have them. So learn what you can, you know, kind of do later, you know, but still do it, you know, downsize your to-do list. What's not important, take it off. What's draining your energy? Take it off. And you'll find probably the whole time, man, you know, um, I didn't need to do this the whole time. Like this, this just really, you know, took, <laughs> took the greatest load off me. And some, sometimes it may open your eyes to say, like I said, you didn't need to do it in the first place. You know, the next one is, and the last one, learn to, so, uh, Satisfice. It says learn to satisfice. Satisficing, quote unquote, is a combination of the words satisfactory and suffice. And it's a crucial concept that can help perfectionists power through plateaus and reach new levels of performance. With every task you undertake, with every task you undertake, your goal should be to do satisfactory work that is satisfying to you and its consumers, customers, you know, those you're encouraging if you're in ministry, but at the same time, it's just enough to be sufficient. Just enough to be sufficient. Learn to satisfy. I love that. 
satisficing is a combination of the words satisfactory and suffice. Okay. So basically with every task, with everything you do, your goal should be to do it unto a, a place where it's satisfactory work, right? And you're going to be satisfied, your consumers, your customers, um, you know, those who are assigned and called to you in ministry, you're going to be satisfied. You're not going to feel overwhelmed, you know? I don't think that it's something, you know, God wants us to us, us to even feel when we're doing something that he's placed on the inside of us because he's, he's given us a talent. He's given us a gift. He's given you a talent, sis. He's given you a gift. And so when we use it and operate in it, it should, it should, it should be a fulfillment in that. It should be a satisfaction in that. It should be a peace in that because it's coming from you and in, in you is the source who is God, you know? So every, and everything that flows from God is good. You know, so your gifts and your talents are good, but never, never, this is what I want to leave you with on this episode. Never hold yourself to a high level of perfectionism where you know you cannot obtain, where you know you cannot reach. And then once you fall short of that, you become uh, uh, frustrated, you become upset, you become bitter, you start to look at other people's lives and you know, oh, they, they, they're winning over here. They're accomplishing this, but you don't know what people, people have to go through. Never compare yourself to anyone's life, okay? Anyone's business or whatever, because you never know what people have gone through to get to that place. You focus on you. And so don't hold yourself to a level of perfectionism. Hold yourself to a level of grace. How about that? We're going to hold ourselves, sisters, to, to the level of a level of grace to where when we're achieving and we're and we're doing things with our hands and we're moving or accomplishing our goals, if we happen to not, you know, achieve something or, or fail or whatever the case may be, we're going to extend grace to ourselves. We're going to say, okay, you know, like me, I can say, okay, Lachey, that didn't work. Pick yourself back up. Keep going, right? You know, extend that same grace to yourself that you extend to others. You know, I love you, ladies. I want to see you win. I want to see you win in peace and, and, and enjoy, you know, and not competing with anyone, feeling like you have to do something because somebody else is doing it. No, you stay in your lane, operating your gifts and your talents, what God has given you and do so with satisfaction, with, with joy and peace. And you can also do it, like I said, at the beginning of this podcast, this episode, do it in the spirit of excellence the way God has given you and be happy and be satisfied. I love you ladies. I pray that this episode has blessed you. Um, make sure you follow me on um, social media. I'm on Instagram, Lachey Perry. Um, the podcast is WW Talk Podcast. I'm also on um, Hey Sis Diaries and I'm also on Facebook. I also have my new book that just released 21 Days of Affirmations. Please go on Amazon. Cop that book, okay? I believe it's going to bless your life. I'm also uh, selling t-shirts. been selling uh, t-shirts, uh, apparel for uh, a, a few years since 2016. So I have my t-shirt shop on Instagram as well, Prissy Faith T-Shop. Go over there, Prissy Faith, P-R-I-S-S-Y, Faith, F-A-I-T-H, shop, S-H-O-P-P-E 
on Instagram. Look at all of my apparel, the t-shirts and things. I'm going to have some new things coming out. I'm going to add to the shop. And so, once again, thank you, ladies, so much for your support. Thank you for purchasing the book. I really, really appreciate you, ladies, so much. So, remember, don't hold yourself to a level of perfection. Um, it's all right. If you don't cross every T and dot every I, it's okay, okay? So once again, this article from today.com. Go on, check it out. I love you, ladies. I will see you on social media, and I will talk to you on Women to Women Talk podcast soon. Bye-bye.